1: for a really great future we're talking real money welcome once again to the daily podcast of talking real money i'm don mcdonald thanks for listening i hope you've told some friends if not well there's still time please do that subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service visit us at talkingrealmoney.com where we have all kinds of great stuff including podcasts to listen to and videos to watch and stuff to learn and i don't know lots of other things you can even meet with one of our advisors if you have one of those really complex questions one of which i think we have in the show uh so you know we'll get to you i don't know if we're gonna get to you today or tomorrow i've got so many questions i'm gonna go through um so if you want to talk to one of our advisors and so they can spend a little time you got to give and take which is important in some of these cases just do that at talkingrealmoney.com you can set up an appointment you can do it in person you can do it on the phone you can do it video you can do it all kinds of different ways and here's my personal absolute guarantee to you I personally promise you that you will not be sold stuff we don't do that. We don't need to do that. We're doing fine. I mean, we'd love to have new clients, but we don't pressure anybody into doing anything. We don't believe in it, but we do believe in educating. And my firm, my the firm that Tom and I run called Vestry. But this is Talking Real Money, the podcast. Thanks for being a part of it. Today, as I said, so many questions sent in at TalkingRealMoney.com. None called in. That happens. It it, it comes and goes it changes you can always call a question in though to 855-935-TALK 24 hours a day seven days a week and sometimes it's just nice to hear your voice instead of me reading the questions but today it's all questions that i will be reading and doing my darndest to answer for you oh and by the way i'm don mcdonald so we got a lot of them <sighs> so i'm just gonna get started right now uh this one's from colorado Subject is Roth or tax deferred. Dear Don, for as many years as I have been eligible, I have invested the max in the Roth annually. When the Roth came into existence, I converted all my IRAs to Roth. The company I'm with now offers a Roth in their plan. Until now, I always invested the maximum in the tax deferred 401k. My question is, Should I totally fund my $19,500 in Roths and pay the taxes ongoing? Or is it in my best interest to continually fund the tax-deferred portion of the part of the company plan? All my funds are in Vanguard indexes. Thank you. Good question. Here's the answer. It's not an absolute like most answers in this business, like most answers, period. Uh, it's not black and white, but the gray leans more toward Roth for me. It's a matter of, do you want the deduction now? Because that's the, de- the deferred portion, the, uh, the, the, the the regular IRA, the regular 401k. That's where you get a deduction today for the money you put into it. You can deduct that from your income. Reducing your taxes today. But after it grows and gets big, at some point, you're going to take it out and you're going to pay taxes on it. Or at 72 and a half, you have to start taking it out and paying taxes on it. Now, my feeling is that unless you're in a ridiculous bracket today, and you actually expect that you'll be in a lower bracket in the future and that tax rates will be lower in the future, there's no real benefit to taking the tax deduction unless you just absolutely need it for today's living so most of the time it's better to fund all of your Roth options because anything you do over and above the Roth, by the way is going to have some taxable element to it so if you invest more than $19,500 a year you're going to be doing some taxable investing and uh, capital gains will cause you to end up paying something in taxes down the road on that growth. So um, I'd go Roth. I think for most people, that's the better answer. You can send a a note in to talkingrealmoney.com, or you can call in your question to 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And this one is about mid cap funds. It says hello, I noticed your suggested allocations and many other suggested allocations on Bogleheads do not include any mid cap funds. Should this be included anywhere or does it just not move the needle enough on an efficient portfolio to be included? Thank you for all you do. It really doesn't move the needle enough. As a matter of fact, you with most of the better small cap portfolios and and total market portfolios you're all mid-capped anyway. We like adding small and value because they do or do have in the past. We don't know what they're going to do, but they have in the past moved the needle enough historically that it makes sense to overweight to those. But what we're talking about is building a total market portfolio, the whole market, large, mid, small, growth, value, whole market, U.S. international, and then overweighting small value adding uh, micros if you can do it if you have the right fund group which is like dfa emerging markets those kinds of things because they do have an expectation of higher returns because they have an expectation for higher risk they kind of go together next up we are moving right along uh (laughs) we've got so many of these this one's kind of long this is the kind of long one so this it may end up being a question. This is going to be one of those where I'm, it may sound like I'm going to cop out a little bit, but the complexity is such that it may really require talking to an advisor. And again, I promise nobody's going to try and sell you anything. You can set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. All right, let's get it started. It's long. Here we go. Thanks, Tom and Don, for your show. Much appreciated. I rarely miss a podcast, so please keep them coming. We plan to. My wife and I are each 62 and not planning on taking Social Security for at least two or three years. We have a family business in which we both participate. However, she is ready to retire yesterday. But I really enjoy my occupation and want to endure for possibly five more years. The how should we structure our Social Security plan will be a future question for you guys, if you don't mind. No, that'll be fine. My question has to do with future RMDs, required minimum distributions from our SEP IRAs, simplified employee pension IRAs. Is what that means, and a possible strategy to lower those distributions when we reach age 72. Some stats about our financial status: We file our taxes as married filing jointly. Taxable income varies between 150 and 200K per year. For 2018, we were in the 24% marginal tax rate, which will likely be the same for 2019. Her SEP is at about 350000 and to date, mine is about $1.4 million. If I understand the RMD tables correctly, at 72 years of age, we would be required to withdraw $100,000 or more. Does that sound right? Oh, given the fact that it's 10 years away, I wouldn't even begin to guess. Uh, you just I don't like guessing that far out. We know you're going to be taking a lot out because you're a saver. You're an investor and it probably will be but i don't know my que- you're you're way too early to be to to be planning with that level of precision but let me get to your question so my question is being that we are over 59 and a half right now would it make sense to start withdrawing some of the sep ira dollars and using them when we didn't have an income from working in which case we could be in a lower Tax bracket between the time frame we stop getting a paycheck and have to start taking RMDs. We don't really need to SEP dollars during that non-working time frame as we have non-qualified assets to live on as well. But as part of the bigger plan, does that make sense? Also, some of those non-qualified assets have been growing for two decades or more, so redeeming, redeeming will also be the subject uh, will also be subject to capital gains taxes. I understand that in the end, the taxman cometh. But any intelligent strategy along the way to reduce taxes, uh, to reduce his take, is very desirable to me and probably a lot of listeners. Am I fretting about nothing? Comments or guidance would be great. Thank you very much, Stephen Washington. Well, one, yeah, you may be fretting a little too early. I'm going to speak in generalities right now. Generally speaking, you are better off letting the SEP run generally speaking but there are a couple of options in here one if your wife stops working and you you continue to work your tax bracket's going to fall then going back and taking money that is that has been growing tax deferred in, in the non-qualified the non-tax benefit accounts it's going to be a lot cheaper A whole lot cheaper because capital gains rates are substantially, particularly for lower income folks, substantially lower than the income tax rate. And taking money out of your SEP IRA is going to kick your capital gains rate up. Not good. But here's an idea that you might want to work into a bigger, broader tax plan. And this is where I think it makes a lot of sense to work with an advisor and a CPA who work together to try to create both a a withdrawal strategy and a tax plan because they have to work together. There will come a time in the not-too-distant future when your tax bracket will decline. It might make sense at that juncture not to take the SEP dollars to live on because, as you said, you've got plenty of money to do that, but this requires a little bit of tax planning. Take the SEP IRA dollars and recharacterize some of those as Roth IRAs. In other words, pay the taxes, but don't live on them, or don't live on all of them. Convert some of those to Roths, so that when you get to retirement, you have this money that doesn't have to be touched, literally ever, and gives you great flexibility on your tax strategy. So it's it's got all these moving parts. It's kind of complicated, but it's a combination of taking your capital gains and paying the taxes on them when you're at, at, a, at a more advantageous rate, recharacterizing SEP IRAs into Roth IRAs, which you are allowed to do, uh, maybe taking a little bit to live on from the SEPs if need be, depending on where your tax bracket falls in that year, but I'd rather recharacterize and use that to get tax-free growth for the next 20 or 30 years that you might have. I hope that helps. Thanks for the note. And if, again... This is absolutely serious. If you want to talk to one of our advisors and kind of, you know, so there's some give and take, set up an appointment at talkingrealmoney.com. I promise they're not going to to pressure you to do anything. We help. Do you know why we help? I'll tell you why we help real quick. This has been my strategy for years and years ago. I don't know how many of you used to listen to my old Don McDonald show that was national but people for years kept saying you need to be a financial advisor so I can come to you and come to your firm. And I said, no, 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 no. Finally though, Tom, my friend and partner talked me into working with Merriman because I liked the what I liked what they were doing. I liked what they stood for. And then Tom and I decided to start our own firm. And my idea all along was I don't ever need to pressure anybody into doing anything because if you do right by people, those who, those for whom you do good things will say nice things. And there are people, always people, who desperately need help managing their money. Lots of people. And they'll come. If you build it, they will come. Uh, let me give you a number. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. It is really easy to call. You can call 24 hours a day and ask questions Or you can ask your questions at uh, TalkingRealMoney.com. Just hit the contact form. But it's fun when you call 855-935-8255. And by the way, questions come in from all over the planet. Mostly from the United States, though, because we talk about U.S. investing mainly. We're going to do one more before... We put this one to bed, and I'll get to the rest of your questions. I promise I will get to them. There's just so many uh, in the next few days, the next week or so. Oh, by the way, I'm traveling to Seattle really soon. Uh, Thursday, the 13th, I'm going to be traveling, so there won't be a podcast that day. I'm going to should do one on. We should have one on the 14th, which is Friday. We're doing a live show on. Or, uh, yeah, we're doing a live show on the 15th. I'll be in Seattle. Uh, we're uh, going to have a best of show, though, on the 22nd, because that's when we're doing Retire Meet in Seattle, which is our biggest event ever. Uh, you can check that out at retiremeet.com. And so, in there, I'm going to fit your other questions. I promise. I just don't know when. All right. Now, let's get to the last one for the day. This one comes from Hawaii 403B to IRA. Retired teacher with a 403B held by security. Benefit. It's an annuity. I hate annuities and 403Bs. Wondering if I should transfer it into an IRA. Woo-hoo. Although I am leaning toward Vanguard funds, I am not sure I want to have Vanguard to be the custodian of the IRA in case I want to use funds outside of the family. I have an account with TD Ameritrade. Should I use them? What are their fees? That, what are the fees that I need to be concerned about? When I look online, I don't see any fees. Well, there are. If you want to use Vanguard funds, they're going to charge you a fee for, for using their funds. You could use Vanguard's ETFs though at TD Ameritrade and you wouldn't have any fees. They have no fees. It's they're playing the Schwab Schwab and TD. Actually, they're the same. Now Uh, they're playing the float game. They figure any cash you have sitting with them is going to make them more money than they make on trade. So that's why they can do no fees. However, Investing the way we believe you should invest really doesn't require a TD Ameritrade account. You can do just as well at Vanguard and actually use their funds. But it's about six one way, half a dozen the other, because we want you to use the index funds. We want you to use Vanguard Total World Stock Index combined with Vanguard Total Bond Index, maybe combined with the small cap value fund and leave it at that you don't need to add funds don't make it more complicated than it needs to be you don't need to be looking for the next hot thing what you need to do is enjoy the heck out of living on hawaii and let somebody just let the portfolio run and rebalance it once a year that's what you need to do investing shouldn't be complicated you don't need td ameritrade but yes you could use them just use their etfs to keep the fees down Thank you all for being a part of this. Remember the number, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Also, questions taken and answers given, Uh, I read them like this, at TalkingRealMoney.com. Hit the contact button. Please, if you need more help, meet with one of our advisors. They're all great people. They really are. They're terrific people. We think the world of them, and they don't have to sell. They're not paid on commission. Isn't that wonderful? So they just help people, and they like that. That's what we attract advisors who just want to help people. You don't have to sell stuff. They say, no, you don't. Matter of fact, quick aside, we had—I don't know if I mentioned this. I might have. If I repeat myself, I apologize. We had a kid who was an intern for us, and we were going to offer him a job, but he said, "Ah, oh, no, no, no. I got this great deal from Ed Jones." They're going to train me. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to have this big practice. And then, oh, a couple of years later, he sent us a note saying, yeah, you guys were right. It's a lot of selling. It's not any fun. I don't like it at all. It's Selling is hard, and it has a built-in conflict of interest. Do you sell the thing that makes you the most money or that has the potential to make your client the most money? Okay, thanks for being there. Tell a friend, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service, and please keep listening. I'm Don McDonald.
0: Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. (laughs) That should keep the lawyers happy.